0: Hey you guys, what's up? Canna Mama here. Uh, so sorry that it's been a while since our last episode, right? Oof. Uh, if any of you are like me, your child or kids have started school. Woo! Right? Uh, <laughs> for those of us that do have kids that are in school, right? So that is just crazy. There's so many different precautions in place right now and um, safety measures. Maybe some of you aren't in school Uh, personally, you know, you're not, your kids or child are not attending in person. So I totally feel for you. I totally understand, you know, what you guys are going through as I had during the first part of this quarantine beginning of the uh, COVID that hit us, the COVID virus. I was, I became a full-time at-home mom again, you know, so I get that. So I'm definitely sending you guys some love and light over there that your kids are not attending in person. But um, yeah, that could totally tie into today's episode as well. And even if you're not a mom, we can totally talk about what this episode is about today as well. Uh, It affects everyone, whether or not you want to admit it or not. And I think a lot of us would be surprised If we talk to our friends or family, significant others, you know, whoever it is in our lives, you'd be pretty surprised at, you know, what people deal with, what people go through, what people don't deal with, right? Like, we're just like, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't, nope, push that to the side. I don't even wanna talk about that. So, in case you haven't guessed it yet, we're gonna talk about some mental health today. That's a heavy subject, right? Um, without disclosing my age here, I will just say i don 't remember them talking about mental health really growing up. Not that I didn 't know some people that you know might have had some mental health issues or uh, gone to school with kids that were dealing with other disabilities or ailments or things like that, but I don't really remember people telling me about self-love, you know, you got to take care of yourself first. And do we do that? <sighs> no. But are we also onto something that maybe if we did that we wouldn't have as many mental health issues? Or that if we did take care of ourselves first, like, you know, the older that I am, getting the more I'm realizing that those sayings that they have out there aren't just sayings. <laughs> you know, uh, the one that I was just thinking of is that you can never pour from an empty glass, right? So if your glass is half full or not even full or, I mean, when I say not even full, I mean with no liquid at all, what are you going to give to anyone else, right? I mean, I guess I, I feel like there's some some truth in that. Because uh, if I'm super stressed out and I'm maxed and I can't take anything else on, well, no, I'm not going to be any good to anyone else. So I kind of I can get behind that one, but like I said, it is it's another taboo thing to talk about mental health. So it's interesting that uh, cannabis and mental health are both taboo things to talk about. Yet, there are people, and I personally know some, if not a lot of them, uh, there's research out there that supports what I'm about to say as well, that cannabis actually can assist with lots of mental health issues. Um, I myself can say that for anxiety. I used to take a, a medication called Xanax. I've talked about that before. I no longer take that medication. Uh, I do believe that part of that is in, in uh, credit to me consuming cannabis. So sorry, you guys, about my words, by the way, today. I'm just <laughs> not meaning to fumble or trip over them, but yeah. So getting back, though, I I feel like I can totally say that, that I feel that it's part of the cannabis consumption that my anxiety, even my depression, uh, other things that I have dealt with have definitely decreased. I've seen a decrease in my symptoms from them, uh, from, from those ailments, I should say. So it's just, you know, it's funny to me that these are both so taboo to talk about, yet one can help the other, right? So, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but at least 16 million adults, so that's anyone who's 18 or over, have at least had one major depressive episode every year, okay? So, without disclosing, again, too much, that's more than the entire population of the state I currently live in. And I live in a pretty... I would say a pretty decent sized state. Like it's not, it's not Texas. Okay. Like I'll just say that. So, but it's still, we have millions of people here. So at least 16 million people have a depressive episode a year. Um, and, and let's not, you know, kid ourselves. Life happens. Uh, Unfortunately, death is a part of life. We all lose loved ones. To me, that would trigger a huge depressive episode for anyone. Uh, you know, we all come from different backgrounds, different families, different upbringing, you know, everything. So there's so many contributing factors of what can cause someone to have depression or, um, even persistent depression, you know, um, it can just continue throughout your life. And especially, you know, I have to say with moms, um, you know, they won't, they want to talk about having the postpartum depression, right? That's actually how I got started on my journey with, uh, I guess, pharmaceutical medication. And I wouldn't say being introduced to the world of depression, uh, or well, let's just say this. I didn't take any medications until after I gave birth. So actually at an appointment, after giving birth i was given a questionnaire for postpartum depression and i didn't feel sad i didn't think that i needed help or medicine or or really anything and i guess i i answered some questions the way that they indicated that i have depression so uh they immediately made me an appointment for mental health and that was it. And I believe I was started on uh, medication. I was started on Prozac, I, if I can remember correctly. And I've been <laughs> in and out of those medications since. So, you know, I uh, I feel for you as far as moms go. I did not take medication prior to that. I believe I said that. But, um, you know, We know our bodies better than anyone. So definitely listen to yourself. Because like I said, I, I think I answered those questions. But did I feel sad? No. Did I feel like I needed medicine? Well, maybe not. But I was also younger. So I think I was more convinced. And I had heard about postpartum depression. And I had you know, oh, it could be so bad. You could be thinking these bad thoughts and this and that. Guys, (laughs) again, do your research, educate yourself. You know yourself better than anyone. Be confident in the decisions that you make, period, regardless of why you make them, you know, and maybe if I would have stood up a little bit or, or said something, you know, maybe I could have kind of Um, well, maybe let's like talk again in a month or, you know, something like that. Because I hadn't really even said anything to anyone prior to this at all. So, you know, and I, I, me personally, I'm just one of those people. I don't really believe in taking medications to necessarily fix something. And my luck, you know, I would be one of those people. I always hear on those commercials that you can take this to get rid of that, but you're going to get five other things, (laughs) That, that would be my luck. So I typically try to stay, you know, away from medications and things like that, just, just for those reasons. But, um, getting back on track here, why are we not comfortable talking about mental health with other people? Cause we all go through it. I would guarantee you guys, if you actually If everyone was honest and we all dumped out our purses and our briefcases and everything else, do you know how many people probably take a medication for anxiety, depression, uh, any, any of those classified, you know, mental health issues, right? So let's not, I guess, guilt or shame people about it, especially I should take my own advice here. But everyone's journey is different, right? If it was the same, we would all do it. And we, we would all be okay. And we would all just be living our merry lives. But the truth of the matter is, is it's, it's not. There's not one way to live life. There's not one way uh, to fix, you know, something necessarily. And um, it's rough. Because, and especially with what's going on in the world right now. This virus coming along and basically taking so much from everyone, financially, uh, job-wise, career-wise, I mean, you name it. I, I don't really even want to get into it, you guys, because I'm kind of protecting my mental space and my peace as well. Because when this first started coming along, I was a little obsessed, as I'm sure some of us were, some of us still even could be. And I just kind of had to step away and, you know, live my life and realize that all I can do is all that I can do. And that's good enough for me. And I'm doing the best for myself as well as my kids. And everything else will fall into place after that. And it's how I'm going to deal with it when those things happen and those things might fall in or out of place. That's really the only thing I can control or only thing I can do. So, and that's kind of what I've come to peace with as well. Maybe something that, you know, you need to have a talk with yourself. Like, I had to have a talk with myself two weeks into this. And basically tell myself that, and this I think applies to a lot of places in life, that we can allow something to consume us, eat us alive, um, you know, stress us out cause us to lose sleep, uh, cause tension in our relationships, right? Or (laughs) take a second, stop, ask yourself, what else could you be doing to, to make that situation better? Right? Or is it out of your control? You know, whatever the case might be and just say, you know what, I can allow this to, to take this, this, and this from me. Or I can think of another way that maybe I could handle this where I feel a little bit more in control and I am okay with the decisions that I'm making. And that's, you know, I had to pull on my big girl pants (laughs) and have a talk and just say, get it done, get shit done, you know? And I feel like a lot of, you can probably relate to that, especially if you are a single parent out there because no one else does it for you. Been there, done that. I'm um, still doing it. So if I'm being completely honest, and you guys know that I promised to do that <laughs> from day one, it's actually an accountability for myself. And this is a really good tool that I use for myself to kind of bring things to the surface and face those things head on, which is, I think, has been a huge... Uh how do I want to say this? I think it's just been a huge help in my life, even if it's super hard. Um, And I'm saying it like that because sometimes, do I want to do it? No. Do I want to go through the shit and the drama and I know it's going to be hard? Absolutely not. But you know what? Sometimes there's just no other way. You can't go around. You got to go through, right? So, I'd rather deal with the temporary suckiness than shove it to the back and then have it resurface later. And that's kind of something that I've realized in my life that works a little bit better for me. But I don't want to say I, I reward myself at, at the end of a night with indulging, you know, in cannabis or, or whatever. But, you know, that is my time At night, it does aid in sleeping for me, uh, for the most part, (laughs) but it does aid in my sleeping, and it also does help quiet my mind and the anxiety, but that's usually the only time that I partake uh, in cannabis is at night, so that's basically my way of winding down my mind for the night, uh, getting able to sleep, and to just kind of, you know, go like I said, I guess reward myself a little bit, you know, I dealt with the day, I was able to get everything done that I wanted to do, maybe not, especially not lately, (laughs) like I said, we're being honest here, right, (laughs) but I, I just, you know, instead of sitting down and maybe having a bottle of wine, or a few beers, or, or, you know, something like that, what's the difference, Because isn't that how some people reward themselves with a day? After you go to work, you know, you worked all day, you you slaved and everything else, you come home, you crack a beer. Or you come home, you pour a glass of wine. Well, sometimes that might be my answer, but then other times my answer is going to be, I'm going to smoke a little bit before bed. And nine times out of ten, I would actually prefer to feel that way than to be buzzed from alcohol me personally and if you guys have been following along you can go back and listen to the last cast about alcohol but again no judgment here i partake in both there is no judgment this is a safe zone we don't do that (laughs) okay but i will tell you that as far as dealing with my mental health and in the last few years that i have been consuming cannabis I would consider myself to be a more more honest person. When I say honest, I mean honest with myself, more honest with others, even if I feel that it might hurt their feelings. You know, I don't try to deliberately be mean, but I do believe that being honest, no matter what, is important. And that's something that I teach my kids, you know. Even if you think you're going to get in trouble, I would rather you be honest with me and you will be in less trouble than if you lie teaching that young. (laughs) But I've found myself to be more honest, uh, overall more happy. I've also found myself uh, dealing with things a little bit better, if I can say it that way. I don't feel that I have as many panic episodes or anxiety issues or, or things like that either. Now, if that is just due to the you know the cannabinoids and uh the CBD levels that have built up in my body or you know the consumption uh schedule that I do consume it on I I really don't know and full disclosure guys you know I tell you this all the time not a doctor not a scientist just a regular person and I just want to share what I know and what I've learned with you guys also make it a safe place to talk just like You know, you're with your friends because like I said before, I felt judged. I felt outcasted a little bit, you know, not being able to really talk to anybody and it sucks, right? I usually keep my circle pretty small. Those of you that do personally know that probably do know that about me. And uh, so just know that there is no judgment coming from me. I always let you guys know you can reach out to me at canamamabreathe at gmail.com for any questions, any topics you want to hear about, and if you want to be a guest, I would love to have anybody on the show, even if, you know, you're uh, opposing to me. I love that. I love learning from other people. I love that people have different opinions, but to respect one another and to respect those difference of opinions, that's what's really cool to me and that we can live like that and coexist together. So, you know, and I just want to be clear about something too, talking about cannabis and different medications, pharmaceutical medications, so to speak. I'm not embarrassed to take pharmaceutical medications. Maybe there's some of you that feel like you are, or you did, or you were. I know that for me, I did feel like at a time, oh, I don't why do I need to take this? I'm better than this. I'm stronger than this, right? Don't we tell ourselves that? I'm stronger than that. I don't don't have anxiety. I don't have a panic attack. I don't, okay. But the reality of it is sometimes, you know, our brains are so complex. Sometimes things happen. People change. We're ever evolving, right? Everyone needs a little bit of help. Every now and again and along the way, just like I said, make sure you're doing your research, making a decision that's good for you and that you are comfortable with. I am in no way shaming medications and don't think that you should be ashamed to be taking them either. Just like I don't think you should be ashamed to consume cannabis. If that is what works for you in your life, then I feel like you should have the freedom and the choice to be able to do that. So, hopefully things are going to change within the next couple years here. It is not federally approved, but states are coming along more and more. They're approving it uh, for consumption with uh, medical cards. Some states are approved for recreational use. You know, again, you guys can go online. You can get all those lists if you want, which states have either one. Okay, we're not going to go there. But... You know, there's more and more studies, more and more scientific data that's coming out that's promoting the benefits. Like I said in a previous episode, I would love to hear the adverse effects. And I'm not sure, I, I definitely know that the positive effects outweigh the negative. That I for sure do know. And for me, it's what I choose to combat a couple of my ailments something I enjoy something that I think you know is a personal choice obviously whether you are a parent or not but let's talk about it let's make it a discussion you guys (laughs) right let's stop being ashamed of our mental health and it's okay to not be okay sometimes right I'm gonna have a bad day I'm gonna have good days I might have really, really great days, but then it's okay to have those days where you know what? I am not okay today. And do whatever it is that it's gonna take for you to get back to okay. That's kind of where I guess I will end that today is do it for yourself. Get back to where you are okay and Re- rejoin the rest of us you know get back to being happy and doing whatever that means to get there okay so as always this is Canamama. mama i can be reached via email at CanaMamaBreathe at at gmail.com if you guys have any questions anything else you want to talk about i'd love to hear from you Again, thank you so much for everyone who has tuned in, who has listened. If you get anything from this podcast, if you appreciate me, what I have to talk about, I would love a share, love a feature, whatever from you guys. And I'll see you soon. Promise it won't be as long as last time and I won't keep you waiting, okay? Remember, just breathe.